Hello, my name is Lenny Favara, and uh, it's my privilege to be able to be with you on this journey as we take a closer look at character. Now, I'm going to admit up front, this is raw stuff uh, in the sense that I'm, I'm not coming to you super with all the speeches and prepared things. This is just me sharing my life with you as we journey together to look about uh, at this issue of character. So if I mess up or I stumble over things, it's because I'm thinking through this stuff just as much as you're listening to it. And I don't know how you're listening to it. If uh, if you have the chance to be sitting down maybe with a journal or something like that so you could take note of passages we talk about or ideas we talk about, that'd be awesome. If maybe you're going running or walking or maybe you're just listening to this as you're kind of getting ready for your day, I hope that you take note of some of the things that we talk about as a challenge because really this whole series is going to be about helping you begin to wrestle with the issue of character uh, in your life. And so I don't want you to miss out on the opportunity just to listen to listen, but really just to, I, I'm hoping that you listen so that you can make some heart and, and mind and hopefully some behavioral change come out of that as well. So this is the first in this series. And what we're going to actually do is I'm going to spend the next few weeks as we move through the term actually looking at specific virtues or character qualities. However, today, I thought we'd just start off by looking at character in general. I mean, what is character as we're going to be talking about this? You know that the mission of the college is a Christ-centered education for character. But what, what does that mean? You might have the Christ-centered part down. I mean, we are Christian, and we really focus on that. And you know education part because you're going to class. But what is this, what is this whole character thing? What, what's the point? Uh, so let, let's just take a little bit of time uh, as I share from my heart about what I see this character issue. It's interesting to me because nowadays character, that's part of the problem. We don't really know what, what it is. It's, it's like so hard to define character. You know, when, when you say somebody has character, it could mean that they're a character, which means like they're weird or they're odd or something, and they're a real character. Uh, but I think we, for the most part, get the idea that when we say somebody has character, that that's a, it's like a good thing. <laughs> but what does that mean? Uh, it's a good thing, but do, do we really understand what character actually is? And, and why would the school choose it as, as a outcome? I mean, to put it in the mission statement, to be such a big part of who we are when we really don't even know what it is. And look, we've struggled through this as an institution. Uh, you know, uh, we, we define character by the core four, heart, mind, soul, and strength. Actually, it comes out of scripture uh, for those who love the Lord, their God with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. And we see that as reflective of Jesus's character because he loved God with his whole heart, mind, soul, and strength. So that, that gives us an example. And so we defined it that way. But then people were like, great, what does that mean? <laughs> I mean, what, what does character mean? Uh, so we even had to, to go deeper. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But let me, let me get back to this real, the, the key issue with character. I think part of the problem is where the idea of character came from. If you went back in time, you were in the 17th century, even the 18th century, even the early part of the 19th century, which is still long ago, character would have just been part of your common understanding of life. Character was seen as something real. It was, it was a part of culture. It was a part of society. People were 
measured by their character. Whether you had good character or bad character, young people were trained to have good character. Uh, they were taught virtues so that they could have good character. Uh, maybe it's uh, the modernization of society, but uh, the, 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 the point was character was really all you had. Uh, you may gain some success, you may own some things, but the real key issue was whether or not you had character. Uh, nowadays, I mean, you get cars and houses and be successful in business, and so maybe character has been replaced with all these other things, but that was the point back then is character. Uh, men and women were seen to be people of character, and when people said you were a person of character, that was like the highest ideal uh, that you could seek after. And so the, a shift really began in the uh, probably mid-19th century when character got replaced by personality. Uh, we see uh, this pursuit of personality. Who are you? You have to, you have to discover yourself, uh, find out your true self, allow your inner creativity to flow through. Uh, and it's interesting because you can even see this in some of the literature. Uh, I think it was like the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts early on. It was all about how you served society, how you served culture, uh, where you out there had to find ways to serve. The idea of, you know, helping the old woman across the street, that was the key uh, component. How is it that you lived a life of virtue and so therefore had good character? Well, that kind of switched. And if you read some of the more modern material, it's all about discovering the inner self, allowing your inner self to express itself. Uh, and, and so this, this shift in person, and I want to be clear here, it's not that personality is a bad thing. Actually, I teach a class where we delve into personality. We have a whole class on personality uh, here at the college. So personality has its place, and it is important. What I fear, though, is in the shift towards personality and in the shift in modernization where success is the key issue, I think we've forgotten about character. We've kind of set it on the back burner. Actually, forget the back burner. I think we've put it away in the cupboard and just forgotten about it. And so, uh, uh, and, and I... I think that's a problem. Now, why do I think it's a problem? Just look around society today. Look at the people who are leading. Look at the people who are out there. Uh, look at the people who we're supposed to look to as examples in society and culture. It's not necessarily that any of them have character. In, in, in fact, you look around in the news, some of these most famous people have deplorable character, but they're successful. Um, and so, again, that whole personality and go after what you want to go after and achieve what you want to achieve and become all that you can become, uh, we, we've celebrated that, especially as an American society. And because of that, we've allowed this idea of character to disappear. What we are beginning to see, at least somewhat, is a shift back to the key issue of character. Uh, one of the reasons that the core four character is part of the mission is because we're seeing more and more in society this desire that business leaders are saying, eh, wait a minute here, I can get someone with a diploma, I could get someone who has these skills and ability and has this real drive to be, but if they don't have character, things seem to fall apart because I need someone with integrity. I need someone who can collaborate. I need someone with perseverance. I need someone who's devoted. And those things, those are character qualities. Those are virtues. And, and business leaders are beginning to say that's what we need. Even if, as we look at our political reality today, we're kind of like, okay, these are the choices we have, but nobody's really a person 
of character. Nobody's really a person that has virtues. I'll pick them to lead the country because maybe they can help, but they're really not the kind of person I want to model my life after. And, and so that's what's happened with character. Uh, and why part of why we see that it is so important to establish. But it, it is very, very hard to define because you, you deal with character. If you go back, you study the etymology of the word. And etymology has to do with like the history of where words come from. The word character actually comes from a word which means to leave a mark. Um, so like uh, when a potter uh, makes a vase or a cup and they leave their mark on the bottom. Uh, that, that's a character, um, the same word. Uh, when a painter paints a picture and, and, and puts their signature or some kind of emblem or mark, what they're doing is they're leaving a mark, and that mark has some sort of meaning. It has depth. It, it means more than what it is. Uh, you think about the letters A, B, C, D. Each of those is a character, um, and they have meaning. They have a value. They have uh, purpose. And so when we talk about character, what we're talking about is the mark of the individual. Uh, not the individual itself, but what's the mark of the individual? What, what describes that person? What is it that gives that person meaning? What's its deeper, uh, the deeper part of self? Um, and, and that is what we're talking about. How is it that as a college can we help people during the time that they're here with us develop the mark or a mark or or strengthen their mark i'm not saying that character development is something we can do in the few years that we have with an individual character is a lifelong issue but if we really help people delve in to to, to begin to uh, face these virtues to wrestle with these virtues that maybe they can begin to build it so that they have a more uh, a, a deeper mark a greater mark uh, than someone who just kind of just goes to college and gets a degree and doesn't really wet, wrestle with these issues. Now, look, a lot of colleges will talk about character. Oh, we're going to help you develop character. But that's kind of this holistic, like, yeah, we like character. But like so many, uh, what, what is character? That's why I said we, we tried to define it by doing the core four, heart, mind, soul, and strength. But even then, uh, last couple of years as we've, we've wrestled with it, People still didn't understand what that I mean. What does it mean to have a strong mind? Now, maybe that's easier because, hey, I studied. But what about heart? Um, we used body there for a while instead of strength, but everyone got mixed up because they thought it had something to do with push-ups. And so if I do push-ups, um, then I must have a fit body. Um, that's why we changed it to strength because it was a misnomer. It was leading people down in the wrong direction. Not that doing push-ups is wrong uh, and, and is a, a, perhaps a part of character, but there's so much more to that. So part of what you'll see, actually, if you look around campus right now on the poles, uh, you'll see the, the tiger emblem and then these uh, banners that have these words on them. And there's actually eight words, two words for each uh, of the four areas. So it's kind of core, we call core four squared or not squared to the power of two. I don't know. Uh, and math is not my thing. So, uh, But we have these eight qualities. Um, and these are eight specific virtues. So uh, when you look at... Um, like like uh, soul, we're talking about being devoted and being diligent. Those are very specific. Are you a devoted person and are you a diligent person? We found that it was a lot easier talking to people about that than say develop heart or develop soul. 
okay. Um, so now we're focused on really how do we help you become more devoted? How do we help you become more diligent? And with each of those four, we actually have these two describers to help. And you can look around and see them on campus. And we'll be uh, delving into them more, not only during this time, but just as, uh, with your time on campus. Because what we, we begin to realize is that developing character, which is kind of this big idea, what we really have to begin to do is develop virtues. I think it was Ben Franklin that actually uh, would take one virtue and actually just like work on it. And I don't remember if it was 30 days or a month or, or if it was longer than that, but he would keep a journal. He would work on that virtue and uh, every day diligently pursue it, find ways. So if it was to, um, uh, you know, be hospitable, purposely went out of his way to develop this virtue of hospitality and then would kind of put that aside move on to the next one what what that did though was built a base of behavior a base of thinking for a whole 30 days that allowed him then to move on and then he would revisit it and grow it a little bit more and grow it a little bit more and by doing that by purposely focusing in on these these minute virtues eventually what happened is it developed his overall character and and he was known uh, for his character and that's really our goal for for you all and as we go through the series is help us focus in on these little virtues uh, and and as I was getting ready for this series I mean there's like I, I have a collection of over a hundred virtues even if you look at the core four like the list that we work from as faculty and staff each under like devoted there's like 25 or 30 words that are synonymous with devoted uh, that we could focus in on work on. And that's really the challenge is to, to develop character. Now, we know that character is a part of the Christian life. So this kind of brings over to this kind of devotional side. Character is uh, something that, that we are to seek after. Uh, when we look at Scripture, we find all throughout Scripture people who are described as people of character. Um, and, and this is what's awesome. And I want you to hear this because this is so important because it's not, it's not an issue of being perfect. I, I hear that. It's not an issue of being perfect. Actually, Scripture shows us that perfection, which is really an outcome of our, uh, of our submission to Christ, is not, uh, it, it is not an expectation for us. It's a gift to us through the blood of Christ, but it's not necessarily an expectation. And I'll give you an example. David. David was seen as a man of good character. God actually talks about, I could see his heart. He was basically talking about his character, what's on the inside of him. But yet, if you look at the life of David, David, for all his virtues, had some issues too. I mean, the adultery issue, uh, he, he planned somebody's murder, he lied. Um, those are pretty, some pretty serious things. Uh, but yet, when we look at David's life overall, we see that he was a man of character, a man of virtue. And Saul, who was the king right before David, would be the same kind of thing. He did some good things. And you actually read the stories and think, well, he wasn't a half bad guy. But the problem was the majority of the things he did were kind of against what God was asking him to do. And so he would be called a man of not such good character. The key issue here is about and I think this is the best way for me to describe it. What's your lean? Because that's, you know, David was described as a man of character because his life tended toward, to lean towards character, to lean towards good virtue, good character qualities. And when, when you have that lean, 
you'll be seen as a person of character. Uh, but you have to be able to work on those virtues, even though there's going to be times where, oops, mess up, mess up. But your, your lean is always towards good character. Uh, and I hope that makes sense. So our goal, uh, especially over this series, is to try to help you in the process of maybe leaning just a little bit to develop the lean, um, to to work on some of these virtues so maybe you know you work on honesty for a little bit and so you get a bit a little bit more lean and work on hospitality a little bit and get a little bit more lean you have devoted grit perseverance help oh, you messed up but but your lean is still in a direction the goal is to help you to begin to develop the qualities that eventually will help you be defined as a person of good character all based on the development of these virtues or what we call character qualities. Now, I want to look at a passage of scripture with you um, just as we kind of define this a little bit. And this comes out of Romans. So if you have your scriptures and you want to look at it, it's Romans 5. And it's there. it says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have gained access by faith into his grace, oops, in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings. Now here's the key issue. Listen to this. We rejoice in our sufferings. Now who does that? Well, I don't want suffering. Um, but here it says we actually rejoice in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character and character hope interesting passage here we have this this idea that we know here's character is specifically talked about here perseverance the ability to overcome these struggles to to lean in to take charge to actively engage life so that we develop the lean of character and by developing the lean of character we develop hope and i have a lot of people right now that look around the world and say what the what is going on here? How do I have hope? How do I believe in Christ when the world is the way that it is? How do I have a hope of heaven when I don't feel sure? I don't, I, I don't know. Um, well, part of what we learn here is that the development of character, the development of the lean, actually will produce the hope that you're looking for. But part of that is we have to engage life. We have to engage what's going on around us. See, I think right now that for so many of us, what we try to do is we try to run away from challenge. We, we run away from suffering. I don't want to suffer, so we run the other direction. I don't want to, you know, like I have to read chapter one. It's 50 pages long, and that's my homework. I don't want to do it. How do I get out of this? How do I run away from this? I, coach wants us to run, you know, five miles. I don't want to run five miles. How do I cut corners? How do I, how do I make it quicker? How do I make it less? Most of our life as human beings, and this is the opposite lean, is to run away from suffering, run away from things that are hard or are difficult. We, we try so hard to avoid those things. But scripture tells us that that suffering develops perseverance and that perseverance helps us develop character and that character helps us develop hope. Maybe part of the whole process of, of us, I mean, come on, God created the, you know, the heavens and the earth, and then sin happened, and now we have to live, and we accept Jesus, and we go to heaven. Why don't you just take us out? Just take us out. 
you know, boom, let's just go. Why do I have to live this life? Now, for some of us, we actually enjoy it. I enjoy it, even with the sufferings. But some of us, we just have a hard time, you know, and, and we don't understand. Well, part of what we have is this opportunity to engage this life that God gave us in such a way that um, I think of it often like a, like a knife, uh, sharpening a knife. You have to rub that knife up against hard uh, flint, uh, or stone or something like that in order to make it sharp. If you if you rub it up against silk and feathers, you'll never get anywhere. Uh, and so part of life is the, the rubbing up against of difficult situations so that through it, uh, you're developing that perseverance. And by developing that perseverance, you're developing the quality. And what we're talking about perseverance is, you know, like being hospitable. Well, okay. It's easy to be hospitable to someone you like, but what about being hospitable to people you don't like? Well, that's suffering. You know, being nice, saying hi to someone who really is kind of a jerk to you all the time. Well, you have to suffer through that, but by suffering through that, you develop this perseverance, and by developing the perseverance of doing that, what you've developed is this character because you're a hospitable person. Regardless of what's going on around you, you're hospitable, and because of that, you, you just you draw closer to the character of God, and because you draw closer to the character of God, ultimately, you have that hope. Um, because you know him and, and you take confidence in him and that's that's the real challenge and so as we kind of close today's uh, adventure uh, that's my challenge for this term if you come back and you listen to more of these uh, the whole point is that we're going to engage these virtues in such a way that we begin to challenge you to maybe the wrong word is suffer. Maybe it's the word is to engage it, to suffer through the process of engaging that virtue, uh, putting it to work for you, um, making it happen for you so that you're developing that perseverance and through that perseverance, you're developing that character and through that character, you're developing that hope. That's my challenge to you. God bless you and I hope to see you next week as we continue this adventure. Thanks.